Welcome to the Frakes on Film Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Frakes. In this podcast, me and a guest will have a little chat. Then we'll sit down and watch a movie we've both been recommended many a times by viewers like yourselves. We will watch the film, discuss it, and decide whether or not you should still be recommending it. If you're interested in any of the films we're watching on the show today, you can find them over at Movie Madness on Southeast Belmont Street in Portland, Oregon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the show. On this episode of Freaks on Film, we have our first recurring guest. Uh, You might know him from the last episode he was on. If you don't, he's an actor, comedian, uh, writer, uh, producer. He works with uh, No Apology Films. He's an absolute freak about Chipotle burritos or burrito bowls. Amen. And uh, yeah, so uh, this is Neil Phelps one more time. Neil, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me again. It's it's awesome to have you back. It's a delight to be here. This is... My favorite podcast I've ever been on. It's your favorite podcast you've ever been on. Yeah. I forgot to add to your credentials that you're actually a recurring guest now on a podcast. I fucking love that. So it just makes you that much more busy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, well, it's what I'm going to... So I'm moving to LA, so I've got to, like, pretend that I'm busy all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Whereas in Portland, it's like, like if you have downtime, you figured it out. You're, you've, you've gotten your life together. <laughs> it's true here. Like, everybody that's already made it in Portland is just like... Lounging around, riding on a scooter, exactly. or whatever they want to do with their spare time. If you're in LA on a scooter, I would surmise that you have to pretend that you're going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you're going to that audition that you're already late for. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are leaving us, and that's actually kind of what brought this up, was you wanted to be on the podcast one more yeah. time, and yeah. we're making it happen, man. We're making it happen. You're going to LA. You're going to go to Hollywood. Yeah. You're going to try to become, or you're going to become, like... Like a star, right? right? That's well. That's, that's the third goal. First one, mansion. <laughs> Second goal, manager. Third goal, then famous. Because it's more fun that way. I think. I mean, I've never done. It's it. funner to just get the mansion first and the manager, right, and then become a star. Yeah. I'm. Um, we're we're glad you have your priorities set perfectly. Is what it sounds like, right? I think. I think so. So what what made this come about? You've been working on so many projects here, doing stand up. In town, uh, what what kind of pushed you to? You're I think on. Uh, I think um, Portland was just like a. For me, it was just like, hey, let's go do the thing. Let's go make film on our own terms, which I did. Um, but it means me being involved in so many avenues beyond why I was making it in the first place, which is to act. It's my favorite thing, and now I've got a better look at all of it, and I feel more confident in stepping into the role. Uh. It just feels like there's gonna be more work there. That I, can so, I mean, it's more work, but it's yeah. more, more definitely more competitive, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about there's more work, and I've already got- planned. So I've got probably like eight cases of poison that I'm bringing to kill my competition. <laughs> right. I'm just right gonna on. basically look for any guy that looks like me, but maybe a little bit toned up, and just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> start that way because I'm coming from, I'm coming from Portland. No one's gonna, you no one's gonna yeah. think. Well, maybe if they've been here before, they'd be like, "Fuck, he already made it." They're gonna be, exactly, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is why mansion yeah. manager, it all comes back. Maybe when you get down there, you can look for roles that take place as Portlanders. You so, know, yes, yes. That's a that's a good point. But do you actually know how to do that since you've been hustling here so much? Anyway, I, I think I could play a Portlander. 
Yeah. I, th- I mean, yeah. I, how, how would one do so? What's like, what's like the straight key elements of a so, Portlander? I think it would have to be something really minor and then just mostly regular. We need to, we've already done crazy Portland. We've already seen Portlandia. So I think we just need to see oh, totally. regular people with a taste of Portland. We need to tone down the Armisen. Okay. It's kind of like I was, I bought a, I bought a eight millimeter projector about a year ago. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm, there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to find a, a bulb for this thing, you know, like a lamp for it. And I looked up on eBay, what it was going to take. It turns out that there was a lighting store here in Portland. Right. And there was a lady who dedicated her entire life to buying every light bulb there was ever. And she's been here forever. And that is like the most Portland thing I've ever heard of. See, I don't think I would play her. <laughs> yeah, I no. think I would play someone who is not the most Portland. I think I would want to play uh, maybe even the reluctant Portlander. Like, definitely a Portlander, but like an outsider Portlander. How does that work? Uh, maybe just some things that don't like run run the regular vibes of Portland. Okay. It'd be somebody like, you know, somebody like me who's been here for so long that it's like... You'd be perfect. Kinda, kinda, I, I would like to play someone exactly like, like you. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't like, run... You guys don't know what it used to be like. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think if I saw it's you, on the, so if much. I saw you on the street, I wouldn't go. Oh God, that guy is so extra Portland. No, whereas no, no. a lot of people are pretty extra Portland. I like, almost kind of try to stay out of it. Down, like you know, like denim jacket that matches the denim jeans and like sleeves down to their fingers, and you know, it's just and, and they look great. The, the, I mean, the everyone, full sleeve tattoo coffee barista. Look, they all look great. Those people look great. I love the style. But again, that's not the role that I think we need to see. You know, I, I can't blame you for wanting to go out and do this thing. I've lived down there before, yeah. down in Los Angeles area. Thing is, I see, like, how I, I do a hustle of my own, just working different jobs. I work at the theaters. I try to do this podcast. I work at a day job, you know, uh, Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekends. Uh, but what you're going to be doing is a lot more than even what you're doing now. Right. Well, first and foremost, a lot more murder. <laughs> there will be a lot more. I've never killed anyone in my life, and now I've got eight cases of poison. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm just saying, you know, I went... So, me and uh, me and Lacey this weekend, we went on a hike. And even though, like, I already have a lot of stuff going on, I thought, you know, she's always she always wants to go on hikes and stuff. And I thought to myself, you know what? We should, we should do this. Let's add this to our list of shit we're doing. And yeah. man, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I felt pretty good when we got up to the top of this giant ass rock that we were climbing uh-huh. up. But then I get, get up there and there's a lady at the top with a full leg cast and crutches <laughs> and coming down. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not hustling. Was as she much. Jack though? No, no, she wasn't actually. And then you get Is the, there another way to like, get in. Did she for sure do your <laughs> she path? She for sure walked up this thing. I, there's no, I mean, unless, because there was parents sacajawing their kids on their backs all the way to the top. So unless her boyfriend slapped her on his back and just, just lodged her up to the top, man. She did it. Couldn't believe it. She did it three-legged. That's incredible. She did it. I mean, yeah, three-legged, technically. I was trying, trying to count the crutches and the, the one leg, yeah. That's the, three. Uh, wow, the oomph for her... To add one more leg and then yeah. pretend to be like one of us. Yeah. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. She had that huge advantage. That's a three seconds advantage. She had 
she had 150 times as many legs as a normal human being. I guess I, I didn't look at it that way. And she yeah. went up that mountain, and then she stood there. She was waiting for you to get it's around just, that corner. You feel so good about finally going out and do something like that. Uh, and she just had to, like, show off her yeah. superiority. I know. I know. That's I'm like, really I felt up. so good. I get to the top, and then this lady's up there. These parents are carrying their kids to the top. This chick's got a, two crutches and a leg. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm not hustling <laughs> enough. You know what I mean? That'd if be I an embarrassing moment to find out your life is the Truman Show. You're like, <laughs> yeah, like, like the same moment shit. you're like, oh man, everyone's just living their life to watch me and you're showing me this shit. That that whole moment they were just trying to get you to try harder. Yeah. But when you got to the top, you swung your hands in the air and you felt the paper yeah. above you and you're like, holy shit, is this a sound studio? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, man. That would be that'd rough. Be, that'd be hard to do a mountain in a German show. <laughs> Hollywood could do it. Hollywood's impressive. It is impressive. We did three man. dragons on HBO. We're, the world's coming along. It is good, and they look they look good. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? I like them. So, as far as before you're leaving, you're working on projects. Yes. Down, you're still doing stand up. I yeah, a little bit. Uh, I've stopped caring a little bit because I'm, you know, I've got I've got jokes. I mean, I keep you know, I'm writing all the time. I'm writing the jokes. I I feel like I was like an inch away from really starting to do more serious stand-up work in town, but it just wasn't for me. I'm excited to see what it looks like in, in LA. Okay. So you're going to try to attack the stand-up game as well when you're down there. Yeah. Because stand-up game in Portland's never going to give me a mansion. And that's first goal. Mansion, manager. Uh, what's the third one? Oh, star. Star. Stardom. Right? Yeah. Stardom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then get a job. Or two. A commercial. Or three, or three. Three would be fine. Sure, I can <laughs> yeah. manage three for for yeah. yeah. No, totally. And then a nap, probably after that. Okay. So you're gonna hit up the comedy scene when you're down there. Uh, you are working with Kevin currently on with No Apology Films. Yeah. On um, it's mostly hot dogs. It's mostly hot dogs. Food cart comedy. <laughs> so it's a food cart comedy, and it's a it's a web series, just like your guys' uh, Smoking Demons. Mm-hmm. Um. What can you tell us about, like, actually how this project is, is coming along? Actually, it is actually, like, kind of locked down with NDAs. Um, we've got Mark really? Hamill. We've got... <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We've got... We've got... You're going to need to sell this a lot better if you're going to be going to Hollywood Matthew soon. McConaughey. I can't say who's in it right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, so, we've... It's a food cart that we built out of particle board... And is in Kevin's backyard. And we've got one more week of shooting. And it's about these three atrocious food cart vendors. The dogs. Raw dog, okay. and dog, big dog. Okay. And they sell you your gin greasies, your grilled cheese, and your uh, Bloody Gary's. Bloody Gary's? The Bloody Mary with hot dogs. It's mostly hot dogs. Okay. Right on. And so what are, what is your role currently with the show? I'm directing and I'm producing and I am customer nine. Customer number nine. Yeah. I can't tell you anything more about it. Again, it's been full of much, I <laughs> Yeah. I'm Ben Flatfuck. So how, how would you say that this project differs from what you guys have done in the past? Is it a full swing I, on something different? It is kind of a full, well, we're going full tilt comedy. I mean, you know, there's still subgenre, which is, I guess, food cart. <laughs> there's not really many food cart. John, it, it just feels much more 
light, lofty. Uh, I hope it's fucking hilarious. I mean, shooting it has been really, really fun and very funny. And I just hope it cuts together well. Uh, and if it doesn't, um, then I will sell it. Sell it? Yeah. You're just going to sell if it? If I don't like it, then I'll sell it. Okay. If I do like it, I'll sell it. Fair enough. So, as we are on a film podcast, have right. you watched anything recently? Have yeah. you seen anything? Yes. I just watched Detective Pikachu, finally. Detective Pikachu. Did you like it? I loved it. Did you? I loved it. What did you think about this movie? Because I actually, me and Lacey went, it was my birthday, and it was my birthday movie this year. So, and we were stoked because we play Pokemon. We play Pokemon Go. We play on the Switch. We played Game Boys. Yeah. We've done it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were yeah. there. You were there. Yeah. The cards were a thing. Yeah. You have a Charizard. You oh, had yeah. one. You had one. Yeah. You don't I got one no more. Away, like yeah. an idiot. Like a fucking idiot. Um, so tell me, what do you think about the movie as far as being a fan of the actual series? Uh, I liked it a lot. The Mr. Mind bit was hilarious. Great. Uh, it was all really fun. Light. Like those two actors. Can't go wrong with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan no. Reynolds playing Pikachu. That's great. That's good times. It is good times. It is good times. It was fun. I liked watching. I liked the battles. I, I wish think, there was more battles. I think overall the film itself was. It was very intriguing for somebody that loved Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how it would play with other audiences because I think you're just so excited to see the new, like see a new Pokemon on screen every two minutes. You're like, oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. I could have done that. again. Which, by the way, yeah. why the hell did they not have like. Abra or Kadabra or Alakazam or I was a little upset by that. What is that about? This is some bullshit. But anyway, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I liked the show or the movie as much as I think I would have if I didn't watch the show. Does that make sense? Yeah. It played to the fans pretty hard. It did. But I don't but know. But if you're not a fan of Pokemon, <laughs> you, you should be in prison for the rest of your life. Yeah, you need to get the fuck out. You need to be in prison, locked up. Right on. I, that's how I feel like that's a fair assessment. I mean, isn't I mean, if you don't like Pokemon, which is a corporate entity. Oh, so it's not a fair assessment of if you don't like Pokemon that you probably won't like the movie. It's a fair assessment that if you don't like Pokemon, you should, you should be prison. in prison. Absolutely. <laughs> right on. Yeah, no, I can see that. You have a right to say whatever you like, except don't talk shit about my Charizard. Yeah. If, since you're going to Hollywood, we might as well ask you this question. I'll make it a rule. If you could play one Pokemon, who who would you want to be? That's a great question. (laughs) Right? Um, Can't be a trainer. Do I get to speak? Uh, Other than my name? No. (laughs) No. There's not, not, okay. No, you don't get to got a lot smaller. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Unless I'm Mewtwo, then I can speak as much as I want. I mean, that's, yeah, that's true. It's true. So I could be Mewtwo and give myself lines. <laughs> okay. Or he's going to become, get Mewtwo and become a star. You know who's, a, you know who's an underdog of, I've always rooted for? Who's that? Dragonite. Dragonite. Yeah. Dragon, Dragonair, Dratini. Beautiful, long, like so strong, blue, serene creature. So strong, but so And then soft. it turns into this gigantic orange bumbling idiot. Just so drunk all the time. He's like he's like Pete's dragon just on so much, so much every drug. Meth crack, you name it. <laughs> right on. I think so, I would play a Dragonite. Fair enough. Cause you have experience or you're yeah, doing all those trucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right on. So let's get into the main reason why we're here. Okay. So on the Freaks on Film podcast, we always find a movie that me and the guest have always been recommended, but have never actually watched. Okay. And keep in mind, we were going to watch this movie yesterday, but Neil was running a little late. And I thought that this movie would be a lot shorter. The film is uh, a 1997 John Woo movie uh, starring uh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. And the movie is Face Off, right? We're talking 1997 action film. I would have thought this movie would have been an hour and 45 minutes, hour and 30. Apparently, it's two hours and 20 minutes long. I'm so excited. Isn't that ridiculous? I'm so I mean, happy. So we pushed the interview till today because we were running out of time and it was just not expected at all. Yeah. So what do you know about this movie? I know John Travolta and Nicolas Cage are going to swap their faces and right. act like each other. Yeah. For up to two but there hours. Wasn't, this is not, this is not, there was not Snapchat back then. Right. So I know this too. I mean, how could you not know this? So my question to you is, what do you think is going to allow them to swap faces in this movie? I'm thinking um, uh, some kind of, okay, so they're going to be tied into like a surgical table and it's going to be some kind of revolving robot surgeon. Okay. I think it's going to just like spin around and kind of like convince us that it knows what it's doing with like lasers and like maybe baby scalpels. Yeah. And then we're going to pull away when we come back. See, I'm thinking like, I thought about this earlier and I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know with like the nineties were such an interesting time for film that are we, are we going to end up with some sort of crazy ass wished upon a star, Lindsay Lohan, freaky Friday type shit. It's gotta be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or are we, are we going to have, is there going to be some, I sort hope of, they kill each other at the end. I would imagine just what it is that there, that this is like some sort of military grade, uh, you know, instead of like mission possible where they cut out the mass, it looks exactly like the person and puts yeah. the, they put the voice, thing on their neck and they're like you know they change it all yeah but fakes yeah except it's real i guess right i don't know is wait, there wait, a wait. wizard that changes people well yes can't talk <laughs> I know. yeah so how are, are you looking forward to this film I'm so excited <laughs> that this is the movie we're, we're since, I, since I saw Mandy, I don't think Nicolas Cage can go wrong. I think okay. I've just, before Mandy, I thought that I was watching Nicolas Cage, who was a amateur actor and the whole world was playing a joke on him. Yeah. And now I he know. Truman showed. Now I know he's been in on the joke the whole time. He's yeah. like, everyone's letting me act this way. So give me, okay, give me. Give me your favorite Nick Cage movie and give me your favorite John Travolta movie. I'm going to split my Nick Cage. Or I'm going to say close second, which is worth mentioning. Okay. What got me on to Nick Cage was Lord of War. Interesting. Because he actually puts down, to my memory, a really compelling and... uh, What's the other word I'm looking for? Like, it feels like it's, it's got a really good continuity to it, the character. Like this really good through line. I just it was it was like superb acting, and I was just like blown away because I hated National Treasure. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of a sucker for National Treasure. Dude, everyone was was, young. I don't know why I didn't like it. My dad went to Letterman in New York, and he saw Nick Cage promoting National Treasure there. They went and saw it and came back and took us 
to go see it. I That's don't know. Crazy. It, yeah, I, I, it's a good movie. I don't know why I didn't like it so much the first time. I so saw you it. you split Lord of War with Mandy. Mandy. Okay. So John Travolta. Go. I think Pulp Fiction. Easy. Pulp Fiction. Easy. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I would say. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Mandy is by far my favorite Nick Cage performance and film. Um, I fell in love with that movie. We went and saw that movie in theater. It came out on digital. We left the theater, came home, bought it, watched it in a row. Same night. Um, John Travolta, though, I got to go with Grease, man. That was going to be my... Go. I mean, yeah. I can't... You know what I love? One that I love. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. So, anyways, we're going to get to the chase here. We are going to start watching Face Off right if, now. If we had to wait any longer than five minutes, I would be upset with the universe. I'm, I've been so excited to watch John Travolta go fucking crazy. <laughs> Can you? I know. They're going to play each other technically, right? It's... It's 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 going to be a blast. This is what this is like one of those things. Like, are we going to recommend it to people? I can already think that it's going to be a yes. Yes. This just sounds like such a great. I feel bad for idea. anyone who's not watching this movie in this living room right now. <laughs> right on. I pity the world. All right, so we're going to start the movie right now, and we will be back with you guys uh, in just a sec. All right, we're back. We watched. Um, we watched Face Off. Uh, a. Face. Face. Off. Off. <laughs> yeah. Face. Off. I want to take his face off. Off. Okay. This movie was draining for me. Um, what did you think about this movie, Neil? Okay. First and <laughs> foremost... Definitely one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why? Minus a few issues. A few things. Yes. This movie, you can tell it's John Woo. And yeah. You can tell it's 97. The year was, oh, man, it was, it was really 1997? 1997, yeah. Wow. Well, this movie is, is I mean, the third act of this movie. If you want to call it that, is that thought, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah. seventh, eighth act we would put you up there for watching the end of the Lord of Rings and thinking it's going to. What is the eat. middle point in this movie? I was curious. What is the point? Is that the first face face off happening or the I second? I don't know. We were both wrong about. For one, let's be. Honest. We were, were both. I don't remember what my hypothesis was. What was it about? Oh, I was wrong about the circular, circular robot things taking yeah. face off. No, I didn't think that they were actually gonna. I'll give it to this film, and them to actually make this movie in the pitch that it took to make this movie, because when they actually started peeling the faces off and cutting them off yeah. to put them on the other person, it was a, it was a lot more than I thought it was gonna. Be. Yeah, I that was my that was my least favorite. No, no, no. It's not my least favorite, but it's up there for my least favorite things about this movie. It was the gore factor. Gore factor. I will say the one thing I did like about this movie was how impressive, how impressive the, the villain was. How we talked about this, how it's, it's, he, he, sorry, spoiler alert. He, Nicolas Cage, murders John Travolta's son. Yeah. Gets his face. Yeah. Tries to have sex with his wife. Does. Possibly was going to, like, well, he was going to try, never saw, but gonna have sex with his daughter yeah uh 
got him thrown in prison. I was like, you know, this is actually pretty impressive supervillain uh, scheme and shit. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Impressive is the word. <laughs> Unfortunately, two of those things are so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. The fact that he was for a week having sex with the his wife. guy's wife. That's that's just, that's just a win for him. And then for the rest of their lives, they're going to see the guy. I mean, he also licked the daughter's face while abducting her. Yeah. And then she's for the, forever. That was her father's face that licked her. And then. What did you think of? That's fucked up. What do you think of Nicolas Cage playing John Travolta and John Travolta playing Nick Cage? Uh, loved it. I wanted, I kind of wanted everything to be Nick Cage at a certain point. John Travolta saved it for me. He was he's he's a very like grounded character, and with with a movie that found itself so wild and crazy. Yeah, I just wanted there to be some kind of twist where they both were going to be Nick Cage forever. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly we kick John Travolta out. I love John Travolta. Like there was a cloning machine that accidentally yeah. cloned a cage, but they killed both of John Travolta's. So yeah. Like, look, we have this face also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love John Travolta. He was so, he's so, you know, he's so dreamy in that last shot when they just like absolved the mother and daughter's PTSD in just one moment. Yeah. One big family hug. But also, you know, um, I lost my point. It's, it, it's really just, I mean, for me, like I said, it was, it was draining. Uh, you get to a point where the, the movie itself is, it's unpredictable. It's predictable. Um, I couldn't believe some of the, the, well, the last actually was like, we go back to the church where, where we started, where the bomb was. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's not the, the bomb wasn't in the church, but they had the whole hallelujah thing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. They go to the church. They somehow leave the church. They get on boats. They're on boats. Then they're on foot. And like, it just seemed like it was never ending with some of the action. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. If you're in this for the action, man, buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. It is going to be a ride. I honestly feel like if they, they should have killed the daughter in the beginning and let the boy live. That way it just wasn't creepy. I mean, it was creepy in the sense that he brought the other boy home. That's pretty right? creepy, too. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. This movie's real weird. Very creepy. But if they just fix and then not had him have sex with the good guy's wife, I think this movie would have been, and then the gore factor, I <laughs> yeah. think this movie would have been the best movie ever made. <laughs> ever made. I, I really do. I really do want to hear the pitch for this film. Yeah. And they were trying to get it made. Oh my god! Can you imagine? This movie is crazy on so many levels. The stories that these guys can tell. The, but you know the thing is, like you have the sequences where you like Nick Cage's acting. You have the sequences with the good action. There's some stuff in between that, like, you just it just feels like it drags a little. And I think it's 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 because it's the one movie where the guy. The guy gets his son taken from him in the very beginning of the movie. He gets shot and killed. Yeah. And for some reason, for the rest of the movie, I still didn't really care that much. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, he had his son murdered in the rest of the movie. You're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, it was the it, only time that that happened that I, was almost, that I wasn't like, man, I feel really bad. And, like, this is really compelling. But it just wasn't. 
It was like like the villain had won so much against this guy that it was yeah. like, man, what are, what the what are you gonna do when you get done with this movie and you go home finally and you're like, you know what, that guy screwed me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's insane. Uh, I think what's this villain got so much of what he wanted. Uh, okay, wow. There's so much to unpack. God, it is. It's a, it's a it's a lot to unpack. Especially, it was just a lot different than I anticipated. And I know you love the movie. It's not really my thing as much. I I I I don't know if they intended it to be the way that I perceive it. Okay. Yeah. I, did they plan on being a B movie? I don't know. To be honest with you, I would assume so. I would assume so. But the thing you have is like, then you get John Woo also who's directing it. And you're like, and you got these two guys that are at the Nick Cage, John Travolta. You kind of think they were going full swing on this thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the action's there, especially for the time being. Yeah. Um, Action was great. Is Gun Fu. Especially that mirror scene. Oh my God. Oh, that mirror scene was great. It was insanely terrible. (laughs) Oh my God. That was so bad. It was fun. The movie was fun. No, that was bad. That was, that was very bad. So anyway, we watch these movies because we've been recommended them by many people over our whole lifetime. Oh yeah. So what can you say? Do you think that people should still be recommending this movie? Yes. Yes. Just give them a disclaimer at the top. There's some weird, weird shit with women going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, and just tell them to look away with the gore part. If you don't like gore, yeah. They're peeling off faces. Was a little. I don't weird. like them peeling off the faces. <laughs> it was. It was a little like, just because I didn't know that's what the way that we're going to go about it. Oh my god, this movie's. I think. Fucking... I think this movie. If people are recommending it still, I think. If you're up for it, you should watch it once. I think the majority of the people that are recommending this movie watched this movie from their childhood, thought it was a crazy movie that they watched, and they've actually only watched it in bits and pieces on cable for the past 20 years. Yeah. And have been like, oh, I remember this part. It's so great. But then they got caught up, and they're like, shit, my toaster strudel's done. Go get their toaster strudel, and then just say, fuck, I forgot that you need to I was watching Face Off. Really later. devote some time to this movie. It deserves <laughs> you your attention. I mean? So, right on. Well... Uh, it's been good having you on the show. No, again. no, we I, hold on, hold on. I've got to talk about lo- logistically. Let's do it. Yeah. How weird was it for them to figure out? So in the end credits, Sean Austin is played by John Travolta, and I forget the other guy's name. Case, what was it? Uh, Caster Troy. Caster Troy is played by Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. How fucking tricky did that get for the production team for makeup for costume? They're like. Who is playing this <laughs> character today? <laughs> yeah. Because they shot this thing probably in 30 days. At that point, they're like, all right, well, we yeah. need this character to be this person today. Well, I mean, honestly, you wouldn't have to do that, right? It would be more confusing for the actors because they're not getting makeup. They're just them. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're Caster Troy today. You know? He's like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Fuck, man. It, oh, God, I would love to do this movie. We should just do this movie every every show. No, I just mean like it's re- like mentally. I mean, exhausting. remake this movie. It could be remade. It could be. Re- this is might be one of those movies that could be remade into something else. But I think that there's some diehard fans 
I think. We I mean, should there's most, always. I I think fans. we should mostly keep it the same. Yeah. We should have me playing John Travolta's part, and then Nicolas Cage come and reprise his role as the bad Just guy. Just the same dude. Yeah. You could be the little kid grown up. That'd be good. I'd like that. I have to come back <laughs> yeah. and I've you're Adam. Find out I've never actually died from yeah. the first gunshot. No, 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 no. The new son. Oh, the new kid. Yeah. That's see weird. how see I'm how confusing this shit is. Yeah. I think we get me and then and then what we do is we we kill me off real quick and we double down on Nicolas Cage. It's double Nicolas Cage for the rest of the yeah. movie. And we see where the plot. Well, then takes we just do a Gemini Man thing, where like they accidentally clone Nicolas Cage. It sounds to me like you just want a clone, like a Gemini Gemini Man Nicolas Cage versus Nicolas Cage fight. Yeah, I'm movie. For it. I was Gemini's, Gemini's Genesis Man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, welcome back to the show. It was so fun to have you. I wish you the best of luck in Hollywood. Maybe you can pitch them your Nicolas Cage versus Nicolas Cage idea. I think they're gonna take it. I think that they might. So, you guys have been listening to the Freaks on Film podcast. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by Movie Madness. If you want to watch the movie that we watched today or even find something else to watch, uh, you can get it at Movie Madness over on Southeast Belmont, Portland, Oregon. Once again, thanks for listening. I am Ryan. Neil. Thank you for joining us. Woo!